0: Hey everybody, I hope you're all having an amazing day. Uh, Today is a little bit different in the sense that this isn't a story about any dApps. It's not an interview with somebody who's doing something really cool in the I/O atmosphere. This is a story about me and honestly a story about my own stupidity or at least complacency. Now, this is a story about a recent hack that I suffered. And to say the word suffer is almost unjust because the truth of the matter is, is that I did a lot of things wrong. I was very complacent, and I knew the difference. I'm not new to EOS, I'm not new to cryptocurrency, and I made a lot of vital mistakes that actually contributed to this hack. During this hack, I only lost about 950 EOS, and in a lot of people's standards, that might be large, it might be small, it might be whatever it is. But the point is, is that I'm an experienced user, I let my guard down, and I did a few things really, really wrong. I really considered whether or not this was a story that I actually wanted to tell, because to be honest with you, it's extremely embarrassing. But some of the follow-up events put me in a position where I feel like I almost have to tell the story. and I'm going to break down why that is. I'm going to break down where I went wrong. I'm going to break down why I went wrong. And I'm just going to talk a little bit about securing your EOS accounts and some of the things that you really should kind of do as a self-check. This isn't a sob story. It's not a poor me story. Remember, I do take full accountability. I know I'm going to take some heat for actually even doing this video, but I'm personally Okay with that, if it even helps one person not go through the same experience that I went through. Now, it wasn't just me that was hacked. To be honest with you, if it had just been me, I probably wouldn't have done this video. I probably would have just left it alone. I'm gonna kind of explain how everything went down, I'm gonna explain where I went wrong, and I'm gonna explain what exactly you have to do to protect yourself. In my job working for Tribe, I deal with a lot of different conversations, I deal with a lot of different people. I was messaged one day on Telegram by somebody asking me if it was possible that Tribe wanted to list on a new exchange. Not really outside of the ordinary, pretty common request, actually. Having about 20 things on my plate at the time, I was extremely rushed. I was just trying to get things done. Somebody had sent me an invite to Discord. Now, for any of you out there who have used Discord before, there is a audio feature inside of Discord where you can actually speak to people. It's something that I've used in meetings on Discord. It's something that I'm quite familiar with, and I didn't really think anything was out of the place when they asked me to join the group on Discord. I clicked on the invite, and I was prompted into a Discord group. As soon as I reached into that Discord group, something popped up on my screen, It said audio upgrade. I had been through this process before. It seemed legitimate. I clicked okay and the file started to install. I couldn't find traces of anybody inside of this particular group that I knew. I didn't see anything about an exchange. I didn't think anything was out of the ordinary. That person on Discord actually asked me if I had gone into the group. I'd responded that I would check it out at a later date. I had a bunch of things going on. I quickly forgot about it. I moved on. My day continued and everything went as normal. Now I'm gonna talk to you guys about a few things that are really embarrassing things that I did that were honestly really stupid given the fact that I should know better. Number one, I disabled my antivirus. Not proud of it, my computer was acting slow, I thought if I disabled my antivirus it would move a little bit quicker. Number two, I had a substandard antivirus installed on there. I hadn't updated my antivirus definitions recently, and i was relatively unprotected i actually stored my private keys on my computer this is a huge no no and now after going through this i really understand the gravity of why i think that people myself included just tend to get complacent i had them identified inside of a file it wasn't an obvious file but they were there another mistake that i made is i actually had my owner key stored on scatter Another big no-no. It's not a necessity to make Scatter work, it's not necessary, and generally it's a bad idea. Your owner key does not have to be inside of Scatter in order for your Scatter to function, in order for you to use Scatter. I was about to do a live interview, something I had been looking forward to doing for quite a while. A friend of mine actually messaged me and said, hey Matt, did you see this big cell wall on Nudex? I laughed it off. It's you, it's you Matt. That cell wall is you. There's no way that that cell wall is me. I haven't touched my Scatter, I haven't been on my computer, I'm in the middle of something here. No Matt. That cell wall is you. As soon as the live podcast had finished, I immediately went in and I noticed that somebody had placed a large order of some of my funds on Nudex. I immediately canceled the order. At this point, I still didn't quite understand what was going on. What I didn't know is that that Discord invite contained a Trojan, an exploit inside of Discord. If you wanna go and Google it online, Google the Discord virus. It's a pretty common virus, it's not high tech, it's an easy exploit and it's really easy to send it to somebody and gain control of their entire computer. It took a while for me to click. How could I have possibly been hacked? I hadn't done anything stupid, or had I? I managed to save most of the funds. The attacker managed to send 950 EOS of funds that he had sold, into another account. What I didn't realize is for the last week, that hacker had been watching me, had control of my computer, and had been messing with all of my stuff, following absolutely every keystroke that I made, gaining access to every single social media account that I had, all my emails, and just about everything else under the sun. I quickly sent my remaining funds to a friend, secured my account, and just started thinking, where had this come from? I remember the invite from Discord. It immediately rung a chord. Something had been wrong, something was up. I quickly went into Google and I just typed discord virus. There it was right in front of my face. An easy exploit that just about anybody can use inside of Discord where it launches a Trojan, what's known as a Trojan, which is essentially a virus that allows somebody else to access your computer, monitor it, and use your computer as though you were using it yourself. The removal for that virus was easy too. It was contained right underneath Google. I just had to open some active processes, shut some things down, delete a folder, and it was gone. But by that time, it was too late. My hacker had already stolen funds, he already had control of my computer, he had control of all of my various emails, and and social media accounts. He had taken pictures, he had taken personal information, and had stored them on his computer. The interesting thing was is that I actually spoke to my hacker for about a course of a week. I went into my emails, and when I finally realized that he had accessed my emails and that the IPs were plainly visible, I did a little search. It came up somewhere in Russia. Now, if this person had been using a masking or some other form of software, it would be likely that those IPs would not have been resolved. So I do have this person's IP address. I immediately sent all my private keys off to a friend. He started securing my accounts. I upgraded my antivirus. I cleaned out everything, and I did a three times over with a few different pieces of software. This wasn't a sophisticated hacker. This wasn't somebody who even knew a lot. This was a really basic Trojan that just about anybody can get on the internet. You send a Discord invite to somebody, they open it up, it looks like a regular upgrade for the audio file, and it's done. I realized that this guy had been watching me for about a week. I had nobody to blame other than myself. Again, this isn't a story about poor me, poor Matt, I'm sorry you got hacked, whatever, whatever. I contributed to a lot of the things that happened. I got complacent. I got comfortable, I got busy, and I was generally irresponsible. Within two hours of actually losing my funds, they were already off to an exchange. Now this hacker was not a genius hacker. This hacker sent the funds to an exchange that requires KYC that actually cooperates with investigations. No harm, no foul, I thought. It was an expensive lesson, but it was one that I clearly needed to learn. For anybody who thinks that ECAF is gonna save you, Unfortunately, you're wrong. ECAF is no longer recognized by the BPs as an administrative authority for these types of situations. Everything seemed okay. I had good antivirus software. I was changing all of the authorizations on my accounts, and I learned a lot of really good lessons. That was until yesterday. Yesterday, while I was browsing through some of the channels, as I like to, I saw somebody drop an EXE file into the Telos community chat. I immediately reached out. It was the exact same person who had attempted to send me an EXE file to regain access to my computer after I deleted the initial trojan. Embarrassed and sheepish, I immediately sent a message into the group, do not download that file. This person is a hacker. I only know because I was hacked myself. I took the person's information and I transmitted it to various groups around the EOS Telegram community. People in Telos immediately deleted the file, banned the hacker, and kicked him out of the room. I'm doing this video not as a video to let you know that I'm an idiot, which maybe I am, more so to give a warning to the community. There are malicious people out there. They do want your funds. They will take your funds. Now EOS is an amazing, amazing technology. Unfortunately, the current state of governance right now does not allow us to really recover lost funds. ECAF is not coming to save you. I shortly after received a message from one of my friends letting me know that they would open the exe file a little bit later on. About 30 seconds later, bells started going off in my head. Something was up. I messaged him, what exe file? The wallet that you had sent me earlier. Are you sure it was me? I replied. Yeah, yeah, it was you. Are you sure it was me? Silence. My friend then came back to me and said, No, it had been another account. They just used my exact name, my exact profile, and added a zero onto the end of my Telegram handle. I immediately told him what was happening. My friend had over 25K worth of EOS inside of his account, never mind all of his various tokens. Plus, a ton of tokens on various other chains. I messaged another mutual friend of mine and he began immediately sending him his stuff. The hacker had already transferred approximately $4,000 worth of coins into another EOS account. Luckily, his EOS was staked. Shortly after, we noticed that the hacker had changed the permissions on his account. He had fallen for the same thing that I had. In a different way, but the same thing. My friend has, of course, launched an investigation with the cybercrime unit in the United States. This person was dumb enough to send it to a KYC exchange and then dumb enough to brag to me about it after. The FBI has some of the best hackers in the world. The chances of this guy being caught are very good. Will he recover his funds? We don't know. We do know that there's a very, very good chance that this guy is going down. And thank God. Again, not a poor me story. Two guys knew better and fell for it anyway. So why am I telling you guys this? Why am I sitting here pouring my guts out to you? Looking, well, honestly, relatively stupid because I think it's important. Same hacker had uploaded something into the Telos chat. Same hacker is gonna do the same thing to other people. He'll be reaching out, he'll be sending other people EXE files. He'll be sending you Discord advice. He'll be lurking around and doing whatever he can until we can finally catch him. And we will catch him. Unfortunately, it won't come without a loss of funds. I guess what I'm trying to say is that learn from my mistakes. IO is fantastic technology, it's, it's great, and it has the ability to actually create recoverable accounts. Unfortunately, at this point in time, we're just not there yet. I've been honored to work inside of the Yoss.io community for quite some time now, and it was just something that I felt like I had to share and I had to talk about. You will get invites, you will get .exe files. Sometimes it might even look like your friends. I'm gonna kind of review some of the key lessons here, some of the things that I learned. And some of the things that a lot of you guys already know, but perhaps people who are just getting into the EOS IO community don't. And if at our expense, somebody can take a lesson from all this, then we've done our jobs. Rule number one, do not download EXE files from anybody. Mine might've come from Discord, however his came from somebody who was posing to be me. Again, in our busy lifestyles, we don't always chat. Never download any EXE files of any form. It doesn't matter who it comes from. I would suggest that you install Kapersky or another recognized virus scan. Go online, do some research, choose something with some really high ratings. I was given something called Cylance from one of our developers, C-Y-L-A-N-C-E.com, which uses computer AI to be able to recognize um, file changes and executable files that are extremely dangerous. But I don't recommend that you use this alone. I recommend that you use this in conjunction with another well-respected high-end antivirus file. Be wary of Discord invites. Discord is a great application. It comes with a lot of merit. However, if you're receiving a Discord invite from somebody else and a box pops up asking you to upgrade your audio, we're asking you to do anything, alarm bells should be going off inside of your head. Be careful when you're online. Be careful who you share info with. And I mean even the smallest things can be fuel for somebody to be able to access your computer or access your funds. Have different active and owner keys. Make sure that you don't use the same two keys for any account. There is no need for you to have your owner key inside of Scattered. Always generate your keys offline. If you don't know how to do so, I suggest that you read a tutorial. I'm gonna make sure that I put one below. Never store your keys on your computer. It's a huge mistake and it's a mistake that caused me to suffer and it's a mistake that caused my friend to suffer as well. Generate them offline, write them down on a piece of paper and tuck that away in a vault or somewhere where nobody will ever access. One thing that I plan on doing in the near future is actually purchasing a ledger. Make sure that you always purchase your ledgers directly from the manufacturer. If you're getting it from another source, there is a possibility that somebody has put something on that ledger that will be able to take your keys. Don't cheap out, buy it from the source, Buy it new, buy it legitimate. Make sure that you read every single transaction that comes up in Scatter. If you don't understand the transaction, do not click the OK button. The beautiful thing about a ledger is that you actually have to push a button on the ledger itself in order to be able to process the transaction. Do not use the version of Scatter that goes inside of your web browser that is not currently being updated, it's not supported, and it doesn't have really, really important security fixes. If you are using that, stop using that right away. Make sure you download the latest version of Scout. Make sure you turn on your notifications from EOS Authority. Now, because the person had one week to actually follow me around, he actually had the foresight to go and turn off my notifications. So I wasn't aware when the account hack initially started happening. That being said, I do suggest that you sign up for it and it's available in both Telegram as well as email. We've been hearing a lot more about hacks. And I guess at the end of the day, what I'm trying to tell you right now is that be smarter than me. Don't get complacent. You are not untouched. One small file, One misstep, people will take your stuff. And it's not to say that EOS is a a bad technology. I'm not here to FUD EOS. I'm just saying that it's exceptionally easy, quite possibly a lot easier than you might ever believe, to be able to access your funds. So be smart, don't get complacent. Do not download files from anybody, anybody at all, even if you trust them. Make sure that you have a really, really good up-to-date antivirus soft, never store your keys on your computer. Be wary. It's a new emerging technology. It's not perfected. ECAF is not coming to save you. And until we find an interim solution to be able to stop stolen accounts, you are at risk. You're less at risk than you are probably with a lot of other cryptos out there, but you are at risk. We've seen a lot more hacks in the last little while. They're not hard to do. It's not hard to get your hands on the appropriate software to actually do these hacks. To protect yourself, Be a little paranoid. It's okay to be paranoid. Protect your assets, know the people that you're dealing with, install a really strong antivirus and scan absolutely anything. Never store your keys on your computer. So again, I know I'm gonna get made fun of for this. I know that I should have known better. You can roast me, you can grill me, you can grind me. But if this saves one person, one person in all of the community from getting their account hacked, then it was worth it. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you're all smarter than I am out there. Go give yourselves a little security check and we'll see you sometime soon. Bye for now.